guys. Welcome back to Convos at the Kitchen Counter with your host, Bailey. Audrey will join us later on today, but I'm very excited for today's episode. In this podcast, we talk about trauma, drama, and being mamas, you know, our favorite things. And today we have my lovely sister joining us. Her name is Paige, those of you that do not know. Um, She is about four years younger than me, and she lives about 10 minutes away. We've always been super close. We've always had a great relationship. Um, And then, you know, got even closer when both of our parents kind of got sick. So we're kind of here to talk about our childhood, her life, what's going on, what's not going on, all that shit. But um, I'm very excited. Paige is easily one of my favorite people, and we have a great time. Uh, This podcast is not brought to you by Pretzel Sticks and Colby Jack Cheese. And by not brought to you by, I do mean that I'm not sponsored in any way. But if the creator of just in general Pretzel Sticks and Colby Jack Cheese, um, if you would like to sponsor me, I'm not sure how you would reach out or when that was even created, either of those. Uh, But if you would like to sponsor me, that would be great or stale uh cool ranch doritos we are choosing to not eat the cool ranch doritos because i chewed one and ultimately had to take a five minute break and really just completely look at the expiration date and realize that i am no better than a disgusting man so anyway Not that all men are disgusting, but you already know that either your dad, your uncle, or your brother has an expired bag of Cool Ranch Doritos specifically in their pantry, and there's no arguing on that. Anyway, let's get started. All right. Hey, sister. Hey, I love that beat. It's It's so good to see you. On the podcast. I'm glad. Yes, I chose it just for you because you demanded it, actually. You yeah, said, I mean, I, I won't said be on it unless you do. It that. has to be the Compton beat. And mm-hmm. then you're just like a fair warning to all listeners. Podcast snacks are already gone. So open oh my yours. God. If you haven't opened yours yet, can you just put, your, pretzels. put, your, put your page hats on, put your Bailey hats on mm-hmm. and uh, eat your snacks? Just don't eat them all before you actually start. No, I mean, that's, you know, in a movie, when you go to a movie (laughs) and you're trying so hard during the credits not to just eat the snacks that you got. Oh, I don't try. they're so good. Um, I just do it. You just go. And then by the beginning of the movie, after 45 minutes of pure straight credits. Yeah. Why do we go to the movie so early? No, but because we love that thing where we I love look it. and we turn mm-hmm. and we're like, are we going to watch that? Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. And we just do that quick, like, yes. handhold. And we can't help it that the credits are 30 minutes before the actual movie. Yeah. So, sis, how was your week this week? Uh, Stressful. I was oh. in uh, my last week of class. So, exams are this weekend. Ew. Yeah. But, you know, it's about to be done for three weeks. I have a break. So, That'll you'll be, be seeing... Nice whole lot of me that'll be nice i love seeing you well um, how was your week my week was pretty good um we have something on here called a segment called cfts oh the crazy the crazy craziest, fucking thing yeah crazy. what crazy fucking thing happened to you this week oh my god anything um 
I mean, there's a lot of crazy effing things that happened to me this week, but I don't know if I should like share them with everyone. Okay. Well, that's but, fine. You don't have to. Um, my craziest fucking share. thing is that my sister has a podcast and I'm on it. <laughs> that I think is I'm going to post cool. that on LinkedIn. Like, wow. Yeah. As a look at the page. Resume. What was your crazy fucking thing? I went to work. So no, that's not good <laughs> enough. But for me, but for me, it is. <laughs> I think, sis, I don't know what my crazy fucking thing is. I gotta think, oh my God, I broke my toilet seat this week. That's the craziest fucking thing that happened. That's fucked. I literally leaned and it snapped. And so like, not only as a big girl, that's like a terror. It's like a fear. All of our fear. That like, I did it myself. Yeah. But like, as a human being, we all do it. What? At some point in our life, oh, we break all a break toilet a toilet seat? seat. Yeah. Who told you that? Is that like, like a that's fact? Me, you no, know? that's me trying that's to make myself making, feel better. Okay, that's you yeah. lying to yourself. And so now, like when you're saying, oh, bitch, no, it's not. Oh, sis, I've broken two. Oh, okay. All right. then. Like, I've broken two the toilet hostility seats. hostility is like insane. No, I'm just <laughs> like, I'm sitting here just trying to be vulnerable. And, and Bailey's coming. Yeah, you. Literally, you can't shit on me. The toilet seat's broken. No, I can't shit. But it I've will pinch your butt. I've broken too. So I'm not even judging. I'm not even. I just know there's people out here that like don't even know like what we're talking about. They're probably like broken a toilet you? seat. That's yeah. literally I could take it to a roller coaster. Could you even? And yeah. be safe. They said actually, <laughs> this is my neckwear, <laughs> and it's completely fine. Actually, me, my husband, and our three kids Stop. all stood on top of the toilet when we thought a burglar was coming Stop. in. This was my great, 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 great grandma's toilet seat. (laughs) We've had this toilet seat in the family for at least 100 years. They've been passing it down. What if that was your inheritance? Grandmama's toilet seat. Grandmama. Oh, my God. Grandmama's. Oh, my great gala goodness. (laughs) Great googly moogly. Was that from uh, Clifford the... Or something, the big red dog? No, that was uh, Maggie and the Ferocious Maggie Beast. and the Ferocious Beast. But it's also Thank great you. googly moogly. That thing is juicy. So it's a whole song. I oh. Think. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect you to say that, but like, I get it. Oh, this is an explicit podcast, sis. Okay. We can say whatever the fuck we want. So would you like to start getting into it? Let's get into it. All right. All right, sis. Let's get into it. So I have some questions for you. First of all. Everyone would like an introduction to those people who are listening that don't know you. Oh, oh, well, I'm the one, the only, the pretty, pretty princess of the group. My name is Paige Riley <laughs> Kitchen. Um, I'm 24 years old. I'm going to be turning 25 soon. I am a uh, grad student studying to be an accountant and a CPA, and I'm a dreamer. I also love to scuba dive. Wow. I love... Uh, slam poetry unironically i love to read romance novels i'm a singer songwriter not really i've never written anything but like i really (laughs) i really agree with that and i'm just a uh i'm a i'm a loving open person all right what's your job i am unemployed all these things and uh one of them is not employed okay i see that all right Uh you see okay and you're single and ready to mingle 
Yeah, I would. Well, I don't know if I'm ready to mingle only yeah. because I do plan on moving soon. Okay. So I don't think it's fair to anyone to and mingle. Where do you plan on going, Miss Kitchen? Um, I have dreamt for a very long time of being a city girl and New York is just too dirty for me. So we're going to Chicago. Okay. And what do you have to say to our New York listeners that might take offense? They know. There are trash bags in the street, sis. Like the homeless people sit on them. And like the homeless population, like let's not even talk about it. So you know that the state isn't doing anything for their citizens, but it smells. There are tampons, like used tampons on the street. Two men, the last time I went to New York, pulled their genitals out and peed right next to me, like while standing next to me. And I just had to walk away. Like it's, it's gross. Do you think that's just a sign that they feel extremely comfortable around you and they can be themselves? Is that my problem? Would you consider it a problem that they feel they can relieve themselves? Dicks out for Harambe next to you. If it's for Harambe, I... It's am, always for Harambe. It might not be. For some people, it might be for pleasure. When did you become such an antichrist? I feel like we've taken a left turn. But I don't <laughs> know how to like, backtrack. I literally just backed you into that. <laughs> Let's rewind. But, uh, Let's okay, rewind. Right. Just go back. Yeah, That's but, disgusting. So no, but it was disgusting. So, but and when I saw Chicago, it was beautiful. It's the mm -hmm. city of theater and comedy. It's where all starting comedians start. So I'll go to comedy shows all the time. Yeah. There's concerts always there. It's so much cleaner. And honestly, I'm a homebody. So when it's cold, I'll be inside. Okay. That's, yeah, that's everyone's people's biggest complaint. That's everyone's biggest complaint. For it's like, you. I'll just stay home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They act like. Mm -hmm. You like, live outside. Like heating doesn't work. I've been curious about it. I'm mm -hmm. like, does do these people not know that Chicago has homes, heating systems, AC? Yeah, it was strange to me mm -hmm. that they were asking that so many times. But it was like, obviously, it's something I don't know. Yeah, no. How many people are concerned about Paige being cold in Chicago? Obviously, there's something I'm missing. No, well, I mean, it gets sub zero, like twenty yeah. below. But I mean, but I'll be indoors. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Who are we if we can't handle a little chill, cold weather? Yeah. I mean, if if you can't handle the heat, don't step into the kitchen. If you can't handle the chill, don't go to Chicago. There's no correlation into anything you just I said, don't know how to make that statement about us. I'd say if you can't get stand the heat or the chill, get out of the kitchen because people will be acting like there's no freezers in the kitchen. Yeah. And like we're talking. And so it's like at the kitchen counter. Yeah. So, like, can you please get out of the kitchen because you're getting picked up on the mic? Hey, actually, these, <laughs> like, these Cool Ranch Doritos are stale. You failed in the kitchen. Get out. You're fired. You're fired. Yeah. And Literally, Ratatouille is not here for you. <gasps> if Remy. Hey, stop. No, don't. If a rat was on your head and could control your arms, would you let it? Yes. That says so much about you. That, you know, I'm a people pleaser and a rat pleaser. I like I don't want dead air for you, but I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a lot of people like ask me why did we choose the caregiving situation that we did? Like why do the parents live with me and not with you? And they're always like, Do you help does your sister help? And are 
you know, since your dad has five kids, like, why is it only you? And I figure who better to help me answer that question than the person they ask. It to. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like a deep, horribly like guilt ridden question for me. I feel like it's all, they always ask it in a guilt ridden way. I feel like if anybody asks it, it's rude. I feel uncomfortable when they ask so, it. So, um, can I just like get into it? Like, yeah, is go that, ahead. get into it. Uh, when mom happened, uh, I think we both were in like complete shock, but I didn't handle it like the best way that I could have. And like, I kind of downplayed the situation or like walked away from the situation because it was just like very sudden and traumatic for me. At the same time, I had just um, like ended a relationship. So I was also just like really overwhelmed with like feelings. And then what happened with mom was horribly, horribly traumatic. Right. Um, but really what it came down to was that I lived alone and we had no idea how mom's bills were going to get paid. And you and Audrey had each other and more income than I did. And at the time it came down to money and like, it came down to like, I can't afford to pay that house rent. And like, you barely can. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, that can be your house for a, a, your kid and like your future children. And, and, and there are so many easy answers to give, but like the hardest like elephant in the room at the time was like, don't abandon me with the parents. Like, mm -hmm. don't make this my responsibility. And then I'm talking about like from your from yeah. your side. Like, don't you know? And I feel in a way, in a lot of ways, like I did. In a lot of ways, I I haven't. And I am like trying to juggle everything on my plate. And like I justify a lot of things that feel selfish as like doing something for me but it doesn't take away like how shitty it feels just doing anything for myself and it doesn't yeah. take away like the guilt that i think i will have every single day until then like and i actually talked to our grandmother about it and she said that at first her brother had taken over care for her mom before she went into a, a facility and my grandmother said that every single day she felt guilty for her brother and like felt like she needed to do more and like couldn't do more. And she was off in a different state with my grandfather. Um, so the situation that happened was like a, a thank God moment for me, like, because I didn't know how to pay the bills. I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know like what to do. And in that time, Bailey just very much said like, I got this, like, I'm gonna do it. And like, I knew she was hurting and I knew it was like a hard decision and I knew I was hurting and like, but I knew I couldn't do it. And so like, it was just a realistic decision at the time about finances. And, um, I definitely think things have changed now where like the situation is different just because of how long it's been. But at least at the beginning, that's what it was about. Yeah, I agree. I feel like if we were in the same place, 
we are now two years ago who knows who, i think yeah i think i you know, yeah who knows who could have taken mom exactly. because of your financial situation well not now you're unemployed but you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. i would have you know i would have changed some decisions yeah we could have but it was at that time this was quite literally the only option we had so that's what we did and i think that it bothered me with having to take on mom and dad really mom at first because dad at the time was fine so he didn't need us to take him on but i def i didn't like resent you because i wanted it to happen and i wanted mom to be with me but at the same time when she came home and i finally like realized how difficult it was and how scary it was like i did feel abandoned and like but I felt that guilt because I was like, I know Paige isn't doing this on purpose. And I literally asked for it. Like I literally said, I want mom. And, I, and so it's like so much guilt. I feel on both of our ends. Like you have guilt for what you said, like not being feeling like you're not there enough and feeling like you could do more. And then I feel guilt because I want you to do more, but I know it's all you can do mm -hmm. or like, I don't want to do it. It's just the guilt of I don't want to do it. Right. And I don't want you to do it. Yeah. I don't want either of us to do it. I don't think I have a lot of angry feelings about like that kind of topic, but I don't have like a, I don't feel like I have a good basis to stand on of being like upset with them about it. Cause it's like, I don't live with them. And that's not fair, though, because they're still your parents and they still put you through shit. And you still have to literally take time out of each day in your thoughts. Even if you're not here with them, they intrude your thoughts. I know they do yeah. because I'm here with them and they intrude my thoughts. So I couldn't imagine how I would feel in your shoes. Yeah, I mean. The guilt. And you yeah, shouldn't feel guilty. No, but there's so, uh, it's, I mean, it's insane. It's. Um, um, it's a guilt from feeling like I'm not doing enough. It's a guilt from feeling like I'm being selfish in everything that I do. It's a guilt in feeling like I fucked your life up when I it wasn't even my fault. Right. You're feeling guilt. I feel guilt for things I didn't even That's do. Not even on you. But also, I feel guilt for feeling like those happy moments when I'm alone. And like, I feel mm -hmm. guilt for feeling like you know what? I'm going to take this time just for me and chill on my fucking couch all night. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, you can't even do that. And so it's just like, I feel guilt for having those great times too that come with like the independence. that's not even a great time. That's literally just living your life. Like, and you should you be know, able to sit on your couch and not feel guilt, sis. Yeah, but that's just, um, I think like when you talked about going to a caregiver support group, like, that would be my role and you know like your role would be like hey i'm their active caregiver and mine would be like i have the unbelievable guilt from not being that but those are still my parents i would definitely say you're still a caregiver you're not full-time but i mean what is full-time like you is there hours on caregiving that makes it full-time no Shit, i'd say know. if because i if think that you're counts, a full-time caregiver definitely i definitely am yeah I don't think I'm a full-time caregiver. But, like, if you count how many hours you think about them or you're yeah. doing something for them that doesn't involve being there with them, no, you're full-time, too. Yeah. But my 
dreams and my future family involves the parents. So like, I really do hope that like the moment I can buy a house, I can like take mother from you, at least for like a couple of years. My future plans don't involve my, my parents. Thank you. Okay, cool. So I'm glad we're on the same plan. You just said yours do. Yeah. But mine don't. Don't involve you having the parents? No. Like, I mean, just in like my future, when I think of my future and I uh-huh. think of what I want to do, it does not involve either of them. Oh, mine does. And like, I think about taking them, both of them. No, I don't want you to do that because then what I feel your guilt, well, I want them to go. They have to go somewhere. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, but that's like a, that's a whole conversation and like dad. Yeah, sis. I mean, like as much as, well, I'm not, really I don't want to put talking about dad, but I don't want to put what I have on you but i feel like i could be better equipped in some areas maybe hold on maybe i just don't want to put i don't want us to to flip guilt yeah you know i I don't want your guilt either i don't want mine and i definitely (laughs) don't want yours so it's it is definitely a niche situation that i don't think like I can't ask anyone what to do other than like quite literally our grandmother. And she even was like, it got to a point where I, you know, my brother, AKA you in this scenario, uh, couldn't take care of our parents any longer. And they had to go into a facility. Like it wasn't like a swap role. Mm -hmm. It was like a decline to a facility. That's definitely how it's going to be with dad. Yeah. Um, But like, you know, I still, I mean, God strike me down, but I still want my father to be there when I get married. And like, I want my mom to like see my grandkids and, or her grandkids. Yeah. And like, it just sucks. Cause I don't know. There's so much up in the air about their future. And so it's directly affecting our future. It's hard for me to imagine them in any of our future because of yeah, what's because happened. Of what's happened. And it's like, it's depressing. I think I have, emotionally cut myself off from both of them like they're not my parents yeah so i guess to me them being at my wedding and them being a part of my kids lives as important as it is for my parents different it's different like mom i'm really speaking about dad more mom but then mom's so different too yeah and it's like you know like dad being in my wedding is important to me to the fact of like I feel like I can't have my dad at my wedding. Yeah. Well but I just feel like I definitely can't gone. have like a father daughter dance with him. Like yeah, that's gone. He can't even he could barely he could probably walk. walk down the aisle not well. Yeah, we'd be holding him. You know. Yeah. But like Which is fine. I don't know. I never honestly for getting into it, I never really planned on having him walk me down the aisle anyways. Right. So. Right. No, for real. <laughs> if we're that getting was never into an it, option. this is now, now like that a sentimental sick, thing. Right. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, we can do it now. But before before all of this with both of our parents, do you, do you even remember that time? I mean, we just didn't really get along with either of them like that. Yeah. I feel. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was so... We had a relationship with mom, but I think it was a toxic mother-daughter toxic. relationship. Yeah. Whenever mom was at my house, whenever she was in limbo between Texas and North Carolina, uh-huh. I will never 
forget that time. Yeah. Because mom was wasted like every single day. And then like on the phone with her abusive boyfriend Mm -hmm. and like being toxic as hell, just being like, you know, fighting with him on the phone. I might be going too far. Am I going too far? No, no. Fighting with him on the phone and then turning around and being like, I'm going out to the bar and I want to look pretty to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, mom, hey, yeah, mom, toxic, toxic. like this is you're being toxic right yeah. now. And like taught me and taught you like some negative things. Shouldn't teach me anything at that point because I was well, yeah. grown and yeah. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I just don't want to be around you. Yeah, was, it just made me not even want to hang yeah, out. I was there. 21. And like yeah. it was that was what drinking was like with my parents. You know, the other mm-hmm. people when they're 21, their parents take them to Vegas. Mm-hmm. My parents, it was like picking mom up from the bar at like 13 mm-hmm. uh, because she got in a fight with dad every, at the bar. Every restaurant we went to that was like a bar and grill. Alcohol. They knew both of our parents. Yeah. Every single one. Every the bartenders, the employees. Parents. And it was embarrassing. Like yeah. hams. I'll, I can't so, go to a hams. Even, <laughs> I can't go to a hams. Don't one even time, take me to an apple. My dad was at hams and then my mom showed up and my drunk ass dad proposed to her. I wasn't even talking about that time. Oh I was talking God. about the time where he was like, this stupid ass whore is leaving her kids yeah. at home. Yep. She's a horrible example of a person. Yep. She's a slut. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Both then of them drunkenly yelling at each other at the in bar. In the middle of the bar. And let's also talk about how he proposed to her not too long after that, drunkenly in the middle of the bar. You remember when her ex-boyfriend Dave proposed to her at the bowling alley? Shut What's up. happening? Mom's got it like that. I swear to God. At the bowling alley? I got it like what? <laughs> Got it like what? I was just saying. Got it like something that none of us want. <laughs> got it like something that's venereal. Yeah, got it, got it like BB. <laughs> All right, so next question. What is your favorite childhood memory with you and I? God, there are so <laughs> many. Like a bajillion? Because we spent our whole childhood. That's what I'm saying. I think... Um. I don't know, dude. It was probably one of the times when we were with the cousins or something like that. But a story that I can remember is definitely us walking to Walmart in our pajamas. Have you told that story before? McDonald's? Yeah, that's what I meant. McDonald's. Yes. Well, not on a podcast. So please, by all means. I was probably like... Lily's age. Probably like nine. Nine. And Bailey, at that point, is four years older than me, so she was 13. And our cousin was there. She's a year younger than Bailey, so she was 12. So we were all hungry and left alone at home. Shout out to our parenting. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, (laughs) Granted, there was probably stuff we could have made there, maybe, but... Well, anyways, we decided to leave the house... (laughs) And uh, we went in our robes and our slippers, Build-A-Bears in tow. And yeah. uh, did we have umbrellas? No, we didn't. No umbrellas. It starts raining. We had uh, blankets, like oh, couch blankets. That's right, couch blankets. Love us. It's raining. We're walking in slippers like two miles Literally to McDonald's. Two miles. And one of our friend's moms pulls over, mm-hmm. sees us, and is extremely concerned. Mm-hmm. And for some <laughs> somehow... We waved her off without her calling our mom. Yeah. Don't know how. Strange man stops in the middle of the road. We say no to stranger danger. Ran away from him. We get to McDonald's. Strange man is there. (laughs) And he was like, 
oh, well, I was just trying to give you guys a ride somewhere or a phone call. You know, we're a little freaked out, but we're trying to buy some French fries with all change. We only had change. And the man paid for our order and some, and it was really nice of him. And then he offered to let us use his phone, but then- No, he didn't. Because I had to go to Food Lion. That's right. Okay, I was gonna say some reason. Call mom. Yeah, Bailey had to go somewhere to like a payphone, and our mother was at work and pissed, and it was she was furious, (laughs) and she had to leave work and come and get us because it was raining, and we didn't want to walk back. (laughs) You had to have been like eight because I know I was not in middle school when that happened. God, but we had a great time in our childhood. I Bailey was my hero. Like anything Bailey did, I was there. And like I throughout all of middle school, throughout all of high school, I wanted to be Bailey's best friend. And I was so cool because I had the cool sister. She just followed me everywhere. Pretty much, you know. Literally everywhere. But all of her friends knew me as Bailey's little sister. And I was okay with that because I got to hang out with the cool kids and the older kids Mm -hmm. and they knew how to drive. And I was 12. So it was amazing. Yeah. Paige was, and then Paige, when you got to a certain age, like you were pretty cool. Like the rest of us. And then I took you around and it wasn't a problem. I was trained by the best. Yeah. I'd say once you hit about 13 years old, 12, 13. I I could party with the best. You could hang out with us. Mm -hmm. And then you did. And then you definitely did. And then I definitely hung out. So I think we became the closest though, probably when I was like late middle school going into high school. Cause all I remember is hanging out with you throughout high school. Like Mm -hmm. I did not you know how like most high schoolers go to those football games with a clique of friends. Like I had yeah. a couple of friends. Yeah, no, you just and they were the me. nerds. But like I really hung out with my sister all in high school. But mm-hmm. really, when we clicked was with Lillian. Yeah, absolutely. I mm-hmm. think having Lily really changed, changed it. our whole relationship. Changed the game. Like that's when Paige, in my opinion, like found somebody that she loved more than she loved me, and wow. that was like that I was obsessed with. Yeah. Yeah. And just innocent and sweet and a lot like you. And I just wanted to literally morph her into Lil Paige. Yeah, and you did. And, and I now she's, no, and I did. She's just like you. I think when I became pregnant, your whole mindset of me changed. Like I went from I was always your older sister, but then you were like, You're gonna be a mom. Mm-hmm. You really adulted up in my eyes. It was mm-hmm. a big like Bailey raised me so like I know this is gonna be a monumental mm-hmm. moment but god I was obsessed with you when you were yeah, pregnant like I'm pregnant. tearing up right now from like how beautiful she it was. wouldn't leave me alone I literally watched you say her... that like it was creepy no it was so sweet I'm just saying it as an older sister to a younger sister okay but Bailey used to ask me to come into her room and sing to her yeah and I enjoyed I would it. like rub her belly and sing to the baby too i read my history textbooks to the baby mm-hmm. to I, rub my feet any chance she could i would follow her wherever she went so that she didn't fall yeah i did give so many foot rubs mm-hmm. so many foot rubs you like pretty much she like threw the baby shower and then i embarrassed her and pissed her off at the baby shower it's okay because I, I was 19 yeah you old. know you were 19 <laughs> I was 16 and pissed, but that or 15 and pissed, but I did throw one hell of a baby shower. Yeah, for a 15-year-old? What do you mean? It was at a country club in yeah. 
murdered polo farms Mm -hmm. murdered it yeah murdered it yeah and then i even made like a watermelon thing that looked like a baby carriage with filled with with watermelon balls and fruit that was the best i want one of those now yeah you bailey was obsessed with fruit and obsessed with chicken tenders yeah i'm surprised my daughter didn't become a chicken tender i know but you loved fruit you were Mm -hmm. obsessed with fruit too i really want some watermelon bad now like i'm craving i'm craving pineapple i've just been having a real together that combo yeah. yeah. Have you ever had watermelon with honey on it? No, I'm sure it's a Bailey. Bailey. Fuck it up. Please. <laughs> Please. I will. I need you for me. Don't ever. I'll do it for me. But yeah. I, I mean, will. yeah. I mean, that sounded weird when you put it in that context. No, it didn't sound weird. It just sounded like you wanted me to do something for you, and I won't. Because no, but I'm selfish. When Bailey was about to go into labor, like I was next to her, could not leave her alone. Oh, yeah. And that famous uh, picture of Paige, like she's literally laying in the bed that mostly like the spouse or the mom lays in right next to the birthing uh, chair. But no, it was my sister. Yeah, fuck a husband. You have your little sister. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> my 15-year-old sister yeah, skipping to... high school. I Come help me give birth. Skipping class. And you know what? I, I would do it a oh, hundred yeah. times over. But I actually went to lunch with Bailey's best friend that day. Because we were just sitting there waiting for Bailey to go into labor. And she was like three centimeters dilated out of ten. So it was not... We had a while. A press moment. So we went to lunch and my mom called me and was like, Um, excuse-moi, where are you? We're about to push. And yeah. I've never... Uh, I've never screamed louder at, <laughs> at, at my sister's friend Anna. Shout out to Anna Grindstaff. Shout out. Should we give her last name? Do we have to bleep her last name now? No. All right, cool. But shout out to Anna. Uh, she sped in front of multiple cops to get me to the front door. I ran through that hospital building, threw my visitor badge at the guard and slammed the doors open like a dramatic 15-year-old <laughs> I get to the door and the doctor's shutting the door on me. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm scrubbing up now. Yep. And I scrubbed immediately up and they were like, hold her legs back. Let's go. And 22 yep. minutes later. Literally right then. 22 minutes like, later. Where's Paige? <laughs> I was so pissed. Because I literally went to sleep at three centimeters, woke up an hour later. And at I was like, mom, nine. I have to shit. And she was like, Bailey, you know what that means? Because she'd been telling me my whole pregnancy, uh-huh. like, Bailey, you'll know you have to, you know, push. it's time to push when you feel like you have to shit. Wow. And that's because I had an epidural. Does giving birth feel like taking a huge shit? Yeah, it's just so much pressure, it's uncomfortable. But on Like, your it's butthole? not even like you feel anything ripping. You literally just, it feels like a boulder. It feels like you're trying to shit out a boulder mm-hmm. but your body won't let you so out. it's the un- uncomfortable pain of like get it out well so. last thing to say about that is i probably won't have an epidural just because i'm that type of person it's a weird flex but that's fine all right so on our last episode we asked people to ask questions of what they wanted to know about you oh nice. in this episode so okay. i'm gonna go ahead and ask them let's go off all right so we have a question here from taylor she said what was the hardest part of adjusting to having your parents live with you so in your case um to having my parents live with you yeah um probably like coming and seeing you all the time like we hung out 
Mm-hmm. But like, not like that, you know? No, yeah. I see yeah. you a lot. I see you a lot. So that was probably yeah. the biggest adjustment. Yeah. And I mean, like, I love that you live close. I love seeing yeah. you. It's mm-hmm. much better than when you lived like an hour away. I yeah. hated that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do be seeing you a lot. Mm-hmm. But then that's okay. Because then it's like, you know, Paige is here. Okay, well, I can lay in bed. Mm-hmm. I see Paige every day. So no big deal. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Katrina said... Katrina said, oh my god, I love this. Your four-wheel drive, LMAO. That's literally just a response <laughs> to my podcast. You, you know what? She answered her question. Yeah. She had she said, I have no questions. I just want to let you know. Oh, okay. Right. Well, four-wheel drive is nice. I have that in my car. Okay. So <laughs> Kaylee said, Paige, how do you feel about Bailey taking care of your parents? Sad for her. All right. <laughs> so- <laughs> So just extremely so, sad. <laughs> so um, you know, next one. <laughs> okay. Megan said, Paige, what is your ideal man? Oh Megan, our mod Meg. Oh my Shout god. Shout out to Meg. We Shout love out you. to Meg. Um, my ideal man. Wow. <laughs> um, someone who's strong, I think. Yeah, definitely. Someone who is uh funny and has like a sense of humor and makes me laugh. I think someone who is not afraid to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. even even if it's just between like me and them, just like mm-hmm. some vulnerability. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I think someone dependable, yeah. reliable, um, just someone who can be like a shoulder for me to lean on when I need peace. Okay. What about physically? Tall, dark, and handsome, baby. Okay. Taller than you? That's hard to do, but my height are not greater. Not hard to do. Not my height are greater. Do. I don't. But short, you don't discriminate. Short kings are kings, yeah, but you not love for short me. Kings. They're not. For oh, just me. not for you. Yeah, yeah. So short kings are great, but for not you. for me. Yeah, no. no. Oh, okay. I'm what like Urban Dictionary would call a size queen. Okay. All right. No, you know what? You know you better than anybody. I have like nothing else to say about that. And I have nothing else to ask. Well. All right. So next question that I have to ask. Mm-hmm. This is from. <laughs> Next question. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse I'm sorry. Me. You just blurted that. Anyway, so sorry, ma'am. Nicole said, do you want kids? Yeah, I would love to have like five kids. Yeah, boys, girls. I don't care. Even if I adopt children, Yeah. I think just kids are wonderful, especially with Lily. They're the world and the future, did you know? And the future. Mostly the future, though. Yeah. But my world is like surrounded by oatmeal cream pies and ice cream sometimes and nutter butters. Oh my God. Where did we come to? Indian food is so good. And like, I really (laughs) strawberry Twizzlers hit every time. Those, those chewy lifesavers gummies hit every time. No, every time. Hummus and Triscuits. Nerd clusters. Nerd clusters, sis. That's what I'm saying. Cookies and cream ice cream. Slap my fucking grandma. I love nerd clusters. Bailey, move on to the next one. Why? You can play your game. I can't play mine. I'm just saying how many nerd you clusters can one com- have. I've had so <laughs> many. I think extra cheesy goldfish slap. I think extra toasty cheese it slap. I don't like that we just moved on to a snack. When you know all we have are stale Doritos and a Third, All right, change the topic. Actually, I'm an sorry. Change eighth the topic. of a bag of pretzel sticks. I'm letting you lead. Are I'm you gonna be the follower? Oh, are you? Yeah. This is me following. 
Now it's just dead air, but this is me following. You know what? These good people paid for dead air, and they will get They air. paid literally nothing to <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> they may have a Spotify premium, but that's not on you. Sis. You, you just feel don't... guilt? Do you feel guilt now? Every day. I hated that. In a very me of me fashion, though, can I like have some rapid fire questions to ask you? All right, yeah, go ahead. Brownie or cupcake? Brownie. Soda or water? Soda. Soda or brownie? Brownie. Brownie or cake? Brownie. Brownie or Snickers? Snickers. Can I change my answer from soda to water? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So new question. Completely yeah. new question. Have nothing to do with this. Just real quick. Just yeah. the first answer. Fine. Um, before you identified as a lesbian, what Disney princess did you relate to the most? Rapunzel. And now? Cinderella. Thank you. That's all I had. Anyway, Paige, it was so great to have you, Thank you so on this much. episode. <laughs> I appreciate you having me. It's so cool having yeah. a superstar sister. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is pretty cool for you. Yeah. I mean, it's cooler for you because, you know, the fame, the fortune, the glory. But yeah, for me, it's All just like the sidelines, the guilt, yeah. and the Cheez-Its. So. Yeah, and the tremendous weight Titties. put upon your... Wow! What? You were going to say <laughs> tremendous weight? Put upon your shoulders. Oh, sis. I was gonna say huge titties. Why the fuck would I ever say something like that? Here, Paige, let me just stab you in the heart before you leave. <laughs> Here, Paige, let me just literally kick you while you're down. My sister, one great thing about her, out of the many, many great things about her, is not too many. No, I'd say there's many, 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 many. That's nice. But I'd say the one great thing about you. Oh my god. Is that I turn my is phone your off lack during of, the podcast? Yeah, is your rule is your rule following? Because we had one fucking rule. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway, the discipline. Sorry. Yeah, the discipline. That's my favorite thing about you is your really? discipline, wow. loyalty. Wow. Yeah. And then truly dad fashion, your honesty. Okay. Dad, that, that episode, if you guys didn't go watch that episode, please go watch that episode because take a shot for how many times yeah, that's If you know, you know. Yeah, if you take a shot for the amount of time. That was the craziest fucking wasted. thing that happened this what? month. What? Was the yeah. amount of honesty. We're like, Dad, you... Huh? But thank you so much for those compliments. I really yeah. work hard on being that kind of person. My sister uh, loves to go live on her TikTok as well. Please mm -hmm. go follow her. Mm -hmm. um, her at is at Paige Riley Kitchen. Full government name. Full name right there on TikTok. Uh, you can also follow her at Instagram. At Pagey Doll, P-A-I-G-E-Y-Y-D-O-L-L. Yeah, so just Pagey with two Ys, Doll. I like to sing. And, um, Not you on know, camera, though. If you don't comment and tell me I'm pretty, though, please don't even follow. Yeah, don't follow unless you're just going to be... What? Positive. What no, I literally say? want someone to comment and be like, you're pretty on every post. You know what I mean? Don't do that, guys. Not like embarrassingly so. But if you're not, if you're going to comment something mean, don't follow me. I think my sister is saying here that she'll personally pay you if you compliment her on Instagram. So. I feel like I've taken this to a bad place. So, like, I wish I wouldn't have brought up the whole subject of the comments. Yeah, I am just really hope that you get what you're after. I mean, do you think people are going to skip the end of this podcast now because I've, like, made a fool of me? I think it's too late. Too late? <laughs> <laughs> it's too late? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. 
Uh, Bailey is my best friend and also the greatest sister that I could ever ask for. And I'm internally grateful for her and I'm always down to help her. And just being asked to be included in her life is a blessing. So thank you so much I'm for so having me on this here. podcast. I love you. Yeah. I love you with all my heart. I love, I love you. you with all my heart, dad style. Yeah. Thank you for being here with me and with our no, parents. Thank you, dude. Thank you for your love you. and your caring. And like genuinely, I know that we're sitting here full eye contact right now, but genuinely, I love you. Genuinely, I love you too. And it doesn't make me want to kiss you. So that's when you know. I love that we're not Game of Thrones style siblings. <gasps> oh my God. What Game of Thrones house are you now? Now. Stop. Now. I'm a, I'm a Stark. I'm, uh, I'm a Targaryen, sis. Come on. I want to be a Targaryen, but truly my loyalty lies in the North. Winter is coming. Winter is here. On that note. Thank you guys so much for listening, for hanging out with me and my sister today. Uh, We got a little deep. I know we always say we're not going to get deep, and then we always do. So I guess I need to just stop saying we're going to not get emotional. But I love my sister very much, and I wouldn't trade her for anything. It's very rare It's not too rare to find family you love, but it's really rare to find family that you love and trust like I do her. So, you know, we've gone through everything together and we're going to continue to go through everything together. Please join us next Tuesday for our next episode. Um, You know, I really haven't decided what it's going to be about yet. So it's going to be a surprise to you and to me as well. So I love y'all. Please, if you haven't already, uh, rate this podcast and... I think it's like share or like or comment or I don't know. I really need to get Lily on here because she knows what I need to say. So probably next week I'll have Lily on here and she can teach me an outro. That's probably what we're going to do. But anyway, y'all have a great day. Have a great week. And I'll talk to y'all next week. And until next time, uh, just slay. Just keep slaying. <laughs>